What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Run Free Podcast. This is episode number 54, and this one's going to be on how to go after big goals. Man, guys, goals is like one of my favorite things to talk about, and uh, I have seen a lot of evolution in how I have chosen to go after my goals from the time I was little all the way up until my current state. So really excited. Just kind of share with you guys my journey. You know, like as I look at this podcast, it's really just, you know, one voyager sharing his journey with other people who are on the same road, same path. So I just love sharing the road with you guys. Love sharing some of the things that have been helpful for me. And, uh, you know, the whole point of this podcast is just to relay that information to you guys and help you guys out on your journey so thanks for being a part of run free been loving getting more dms from you guys on instagram so cool to hear you guys stories to connect with you guys man i didn't know we had such an international crowd we got you know that's listeners reach out to me from tokyo um, i think we have one from ireland one from Oh, the UK is just all over the place. So it's cool to see that we've got a little international flavor run free. I'm liking it. So anyways, guys, I'm just going to hop right into it today. And uh, why I was thinking about today's subject is my daughter, Jasmine, you might have seen my post on Instagram about this earlier this week, but she has been talking about wanting to become an actress for a long time <laughs> and if you guys have gotten a sense of jasmine at all whether it uh, be on my social media stuff or sarah's social media stuff you know like she is just a little ball of energy and loves to talk as soon as we come home from getting back from a workout like we just did um, right before i started recording this podcast as soon as you walk in the door jasmine's right on you and she's telling you all about her day yeah, and she's also interested in what we're doing, but she's just the one that latches on, just a little ball of energy and words just exploding out of her. And uh, she definitely fills our house with far more words than they ever were filled with before. But I just love that about Jasmine. But she, she, when she latches on to an idea, she will talk your ear off about it. So Jasmine's been talking a lot about wanting to become an actress which has been cool for me. It's also been a little bit of being like, is this for real? Or is this like, you know, Jasmine kind of wants to try everything. And then usually like she was lifting with me over the summertime. It lasted like, I don't know, maybe 10 days, which was actually really good for her. I was proud of her for that. I was like 10 days. That's, that's, that's good for her. <laughs> but you know, she'll, she'll go through a little phases. So I'm like, is this a phase or is this something where it's like, no, like I'm all in on this as much as you can be all in when you're 12 years old right like i don't have any expectations of being like you're going to the grave you're gonna be an actress until the day you die and you're gonna go after this you know but and that's actually something to talk about later on this podcast is when is it time to pivot because i think with any goals that we set we have to be open that those goals could very well not happen i'm totally getting out in front of myself here but um just as i'm thinking about jasmine like it's okay to be like i'm gonna go in all in all all in on this and then i'm gonna see where it leads me i might be making some pivots along the way i might just be all out at some point you know it's like me with my running i was going after big goals for 20 years and then when i was out i was all out and then i was going after other stuff and i think that is okay and we got to kind of embrace that from the get-go but i really hope that this episode you guys can relate to it i'm sure you guys are going after goals and we're all going after stuff on different levels right whether you're a parent a stay-at-home mom 
or you're just a hobby weightlifter like I'm doing, or you're a professional runner, or you're just a hobby runner, or anywhere along those lines, we're all kind of going after goals, or at least I hope you are. Because as I said in my Instagram post, I love this Rudy quote uh, when Rudy's talking to his best friend on his birthday, and uh, his best friend tells him, he's like, my dad used to always tell me goals, or not goals, he said goals, dreams, he said dreams. He said dreams are what makes life tolerable, and I really believe that. When you wake up in the morning and you got something that you're going after, something you're excited about, man, that just, it, it can add a lot to life. And we're going to kind of talk about later on in this, like how to navigate some of the tricky parts about going after big goals, because it can kind of come up and become an obsessive thing. Um, it can become no fun if it is not put in its right place. So we're going to talk about kind of how to keep it in its right, right place during this episode as well. So as I'm, you know, talking to Jasmine about becoming an actress, I feel myself going back to my 13-year-old self and remembering what it was like to just have this huge goal that I wanted to go after, which was to run with the best guys in the world, whatever that looked like. I I wasn't being like, I got to go to the Olympics. Obviously, I really wanted to go to the Olympics, and I wasn't like, I have to break the world record, but these were things that whatever running with the best guys in the world looked like is what I wanted to happen. So that was kind of my big goal as I got into, into this sport. And so if I could go back now and talk to my 13-year-old self or now talking to Jasmine or now talking to our run-free athletes, talking to you guys who are listening to this podcast right now, like this is what I'd go back and tell myself about going after big goals. So what I want for Jasmine, what I want for myself, my 13-year-old self or would want for my 13-year-old self, what I want for you guys is number one, I want for Jasmine to just to believe that she can do this, right? And I also want her to believe that I'm behind her. And that's really what I want for you guys too. Like it's, I think it's, it's hard. Like we know it's hard, right? To go after big goals, like you don't gotta be talked into that. Like everyone knows going after big goals is hard. But what is really hard or nearly impossible in my opinion anyways, is going after big goals by yourself. Like we see this all the time in Hollywood. It's like Rocky, right? It's like he needed, Adrian had to be behind him. Adrian had to be believing in him, had to be his support team. He had to have Adrian behind him to go after his goals. Anytime he didn't, he's just getting his butt kicked, right? <laughs> and I, I realize this is Hollywood, this is a movie. But I think this is a story that rings true to us because it is so true. Like we all know what it's like to try and go after things by yourself or when you feel like your spouse isn't behind you or your best friend's not behind you or your coach is not behind you. Man, Guys, I cannot emphasize this enough. If you're going to go after a big goal, your coach better be believing in you more than you're believing in myself, in yourself. You should not be convincing your coach that you can achieve your goals, right? Like your your coach should be your biggest believer that you can actually do this, right? And of course, none of us know, right? Like I'm a coach now. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know if Sarah can break the American record in the marathon or if any of my athletes can actually achieve their goal, but I believe in them as people, right? And I believe that if I get behind them and I support them, who knows what's possible, right? So like my belief is kind of like an open-ended belief of like, 
if we can get behind, if I can get behind my athlete here, like who knows what they can do, but I'm really stoked to find out, right? And I just really believe in them as a person. Like, like I said, as a coach, I don't know for sure, you know, what someone's potential is when they come to me. I can get a good idea by watching them run, by knowing what their foot speed is. We try and do this with our athletes to run free, try to really know like kind of what comes natural to them. But we are, you know, we're not, we're not gods. We don't, we don't know for sure what people are possible of. But for you as an athlete, you have to believe, you have to really know that your coach believes in you. And that I cannot emphasize how important that is because going after big goals, nearly impossible if you can go at it by yourself. Next thing I really want for Jasmine is I just know I can think back to my career and man, full of moments of discouragement, of despair, of hopelessness, of struggle, like that I, I when I think back big picture looking back in my career I'm just flooded with these moments that I was going through and I'm almost kind of like hurting for my previous self if that makes sense at all um, but like almost like I'm like man like that was so hard to go through all that and if I were to go through it again like I'd really want to know that the road is going to be hard, that there are going to be these moments that I'm going through and I'm going to feel like giving up. And so just to embrace that at the beginning of the journey or wherever you are in your goals, right? It's like even myself as a hobby weightlifter, like I'm trying to get to a 500 pound deadlift and I'm getting closer. And, but there's so many moments when I'm in the gym and I'm just like, I'm not making any progress. I'm in here by myself. What am I doing out here? I'm so sick of eating all this food. I'm full all the time. <laughs> like these are things that I'm just encountering all the time. And so if you can embrace that as being like, okay, like this is actually just a part of the journey, right? Like this isn't a bad thing. Like I know I have a tendency to label discouragement, hopelessness, um, you know, the list goes on and on. I have a tendency to label those things as being bad and then they become bad things. But if I can label those things as like a part of it, like this is a part of the process. This is part of the road. This is part of the journey. Discouragement is going to be something I'm going to encounter. Then when I do encounter it, it's not such a big deal, right? It's being like, oh, discouragement, you're here. I knew you'd be here. Like, good to see you. Like, thanks for stopping by. I'm going to be working through you. I'm going to get out of you. I'm going to leave you behind at some point. You'll probably be back at some point. I'm cool with that. Like that's kind of the mentality the dreamer's got to take. It's being like discouragement. It's just it's just someone you're going to encounter on the road. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just something we all go through. So embracing that from the get-go. Um, another thing I really want for Jasmine is I want her to be prepared for a fight. When I say Jasmine, guys, put your name in there. This is what I want for you guys as well. And I've kind of already talked about this a little bit, but just to know ahead of time, like, hey, the road is going to be tough. Like, you're going to have to be a fighter. But here's kind of a cool thing, guys. I was actually listening to uh, an audio book as I was driving back from Crested Butte this a couple days ago. Sarah and I were listening to uh, Everything is Spiritual by Rob Bell. I know if you're a Christian, I say that word Rob Bell, that word, that name, Rob Bell. A lot of you guys are like, burnt podcast off i'm out <laughs> i know that can trigger if you guys don't know what i'm talking about you can look it up later but kind of a controversial figure in the christian space but hey so is david so is a lot of people in the bible psalm and like i just I, I feel like i can learn from anyone 
that's kind of my perspective so and anyways this isn't getting into any of the controversial stuff that you know he's gotten caught up into in the past and i think he's a great communicator too side note um but one of the things that he's talking about is how amazing it is that each one of us is here he's talking about how like just the fact that we were conceived in born shows that like i don't think he made this point but this is how i took it anyways like the fact that we are conceived and born shows that we've already beat the odds right and with our dreams you know jasmine wanted to be an actress me wanting to go to olympics like the chances of those things actually happening are so so small like looking at the statistics of that can be extremely discouraging i would actually encourage you like if you're going after a big goal, like going to the Olympics or something like that, becoming the best in the world, like do not look at the statistics. It's just going to be discouraging if you do. But if you do want to look at a statistic, going back to what Rob was saying, so when a father makes his, he called it a contribution, when 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 a, a mom and a dad come together and they do their thing and the, the father makes his contribution, there are 250 million sperm, 250 million, that's a ton of sperm that are trying to get to this egg, right? And we, because we are here, we were the winners of that lottery. Like we already overcame one out of 250 million. That's pretty crazy, right? So like that's a statistic you can look at, but I say all that just to be like, hey, we have already overcome the statistics we have already done something that was just incredible just by getting to that egg getting inside that egg and making us us right so um just a little side note on that that hey we are all fighters like if you're here you're a fighter if you're here you're an overcomer if you're here you've defied the odds next thing i want for you guys and for jasmine on her journey is just to embrace every moment you know as i look back at my journey it's like man like the journey was good bad uh, extremely difficult at times really emotional a lot of tears a lot of laughter a lot of sweat a lot of really great times a lot of boredom a lot of monotony like there are so many adjectives i could use to describe the journey but just embracing every moment of the journey is where it's at right that's where the life is at like wherever you're at on the journey just embracing it and embracing today embracing this next step that you get to take because as we've talked about a lot on this podcast like every day is a gift every moment's a gift and like you can't be anywhere but in this moment so might as well just appreciate the heck out of this moment and that's really what i want for jasmine for you guys as you go on your your journey towards your goals the next thing I really want for you guys, for Jasmine, um, is just to come up with a plan. And so this is what I was talking to Jasmine about. I was telling her, I was like, because she's just, right now, she's just in total, like, she doesn't know how to become an actress. So she's just on Google and talking to friends and just throwing stuff at us, like auditions, paid auditions, non-paid auditions, agents. Like, she's, I mean, now with, like, Google, like, kids, like, you don't... You know, you just do a Google search and all of a sudden you're getting all these like, and you don't know what to trust, right? You're getting all this information, you're having to sort through it and she's just kind of like throwing random stuff at us all the time. Dad, can I like try out for this theater in New York and get a scholarship? I can go live there for a year. And I'm like, 
like it, it's very confusing just to me like if you can't tell it's like overwhelming me i'm like trying to sort through all this stuff and like how do we actually come behind her here and help her on her journey and not just feel like we're boxing in the dark because that's kind of what it feels like right now it's like jasmine's just throwing punches just throwing them out there and we're just gonna see if we hit something you know maybe we'll get lucky and just knowing what it took for me to accomplish my goals I'm like man if i took that approach to my running no way do my goals happen right and i didn't even achieve all my goals like i you know i wanted to win an olympic gold medal i wanted to set a world record none of that stuff happened um but it's it, it's the pursuit of the goals right that i really cherish and look back at and i'm proud of how far i did get you know like even if i didn't fully get to where i wanted to go like just proud of going after it right and so that's that's kind of what i'm speaking out of here but i just know like it takes a plan so that kind of takes me to the next part of the podcast where i talk about like okay how do we actually go after our goals so i think the first thing and you've heard this a million times just a reminder though writing it down so you know, when I was coming up, when I was 13, getting into the sport, I was writing my goals all over my, you know, textbook. I don't know if they still do this, but we had to like, we'd get like uh, uh, shopping bags, you know, the paper shopping bags, and we'd wrap our textbook with them, and then so you could write on them and stuff. And I'd write my goals all over my textbooks and everywhere I could put my goal down. I wrote it on the wall of my room, which my parents were probably stoked on that. I had to paint over that one. <laughs> but just to write your goals down so you see them. There's there's power in what you see. You know, it's like uh, the Bible story about, oh man, I'm gonna botch this, but uh, I should have researched this one, but it just popped into my mind. So I'm gonna go ahead and just botch it and just tell, tell how I know. I think it was Jacob, right? Like. Uh, he was working in uh, the fields with the cows and just by putting a like they were going to divide the cows up right between brothers or something like that and all the spotted ones he was going to get and so all he did was like put up a stake with like spots on it and like all the cows that looked at the stake with spots on it they became spotted cows or they gave birth I think is what happened they gave birth to spotted cows and so then he ends up just like banking out on like all these cows and just because what they looked at what they beheld they manifested that they became that so there is certainly power in looking visually and seeing our goals um, Sarah did this before she ran 222 last fall where she had it written on our mirror um, up in our bathroom and it was up there for like a year and every morning I would look at it she would look at it, 222 and uh, so she ran 222 in, in Berlin. And it's not like, it's not magic, right? It's not like whatever you write down is going to happen. But there is power in seeing your goal visually with your eyes. So I do encourage you to write it down. Next thing to do with that goal is just to tell trusted friends. And this is something that I think can become more challenging in our day than when I was coming up in the sport. I remember I was very hesitant to tell people about my goals because I quickly learned if I told people I want to go to the Olympics one day when I was 13 in a 532 miler in eighth grade, which is not terrible, but it's not really Olympic caliber stuff even at that age. Um, when I tell people my goal, I would get laughed at. And so I quickly learned that 
you don't share your goals with everyone. And I think that's okay. You know, I think so going back to what I was saying, today's day and age, social media and stuff might not be the best place to throw your big goal up on social media. I, I do see the other side of the coin though. Like I do see the value in having people hold you accountable. I just don't know if social media is necessarily the right place to put that. Although with that said, you know, I'm telling you guys about my goal to try and pull 500 pound deadlift. And I think just as long as you're comfortable with people laughing at that goal or talking that goal down or, you know, all the negative stuff that can come as a result of sharing your goal publicly, as long as you're cool with that, that's, that's part of the cost. But um, sharing it with trusted people who are going to hold you accountable with your coach is very, very important. All right. Sorry, guys. Turning some actual paper here. I'm so old school, guys. So old school. All right. Uh, okay, so this is the next one. They actually just came up with this. I didn't do this in my career, but I told Jasmine to do this. I was like, all right, this is what I want you to do. If you want to be an actress, cool. I'm behind you. Let's go after this together. I want you. First thing I want you to do, I want you to go into your room. I want you to write a letter to yourself. And I want you to read that letter whenever you're discouraged. So write a letter to your discouraged self. Because we know there's going to be those moments when you're going to be discouraged and you're going to feel like giving up. And there's no one who can talk you out of that better than yourself when yourself is writing in a regulated state that is not discouraged. So I want... You should be writing your letter to yourself when you are the most optimistic, when you are the most hope-filled. And like write it to your discouraged self no no your no one knows you better than you so you know the thoughts that are going through your mind when you're hopeless when you're discouraged so confront those thoughts in your letter that you write to yourself i really encourage you guys do the do this like i i think it, it can be a super powerful tool in helping us get through those moments where we don't feel like moving forward any longer the next one is to come up with a plan um, on when it is the right and appropriate time to stop chasing your goal or pivot from your goal, as I discussed a little bit earlier just now. So here's my recommendation, because this is something that we got to talk about. This is kind of like the discussion of dropping out of a race. Like I have these talks with Sarah, for example. Like there's times when I absolutely want her to pull out of a race for a given situation for example if she, if, if she has an injury that's causing her to limp like as a coach i'm like get off the race course i will tackle you off the race course if i see you limping through this entire race and you know hats off to people who can finish races that way but as a coach like health is health and staying injury free are like right at the top of my priorities right so I am not interested in seeing my athletes limp at home. Like I said, mad respect for people who can do that. I just feel like I want my athletes long-term to be healthy, and I'd rather them step off the course than run through an injury. So situations like that, I like to have these conversations, these hard conversations. You don't want to be having a conversation with your athlete the night before the race and be like, all right, so I want you to drop out in X, Y, and Z scenario, right? <laughs> like that is not the right time to have the conversation. I like to have these conversations before we even begin the buildup for the race and being like, all right, so we need to get this out of the way. If this is the scenarios that you're dropping out of the race, because like when I'm in London Marathon, I'm going down on October 4th, 
I am not sure she'll be able to hear me on the course or see me on the course or with COVID, how close I can even get on the course to her. So she might be having to make these calls out there. So same thing for you guys going after big goals. We need to have the tough conversation of when do you pivot when do you change your goals when you've had this big dream? Because part of going after goals is grit, right? And I was telling you guys on previous podcasts about the book, Grit. Love the book. If you get a chance, I think I listened to it on Audible. Check it out. Really good. But a huge part of grit is actually just sticking with your goal, right? But this can get confusing because there's people who stick with their goals to the grave, and the whole time, like, like for example, myself, when I was running, I could have, my original goal is to be a miler, right? And so I stuck with that for a number of years, all through high school, my first two years at Stanford. And if I would have been like, nope, I'm gonna have grit. I'm not changing my goals, not for anything. Like I'm a gritty person, I'm gonna stick this out no matter what. I guarantee you, I never make it, never even run professionally, never, you know, none, none of the good things that happened in my professional career would have actually happened if I hadn't pivoted. So there is a time to pivot your goals. There's a time to just end your goals, like when I stopped running completely. So it's really important to have a system to figure that out, okay? So here's my recommendations for when to pivot or even stop and change course completely on your goals. First thing, never, ever, ever make a decision in the wake of discouragement or disappointment never guys i've shot myself in the foot so many times right after a bad race make a decision on what future plans future race like i'm stealing this from eric johnson bethel church amazing pastor he he said never make a, a decision in the wake of big disappointments man that is just some of the best advice i've ever heard in my life and i want to I know I've said it on this podcast before, but just want to re-echo that here, that you cannot, don't make a, a decision to pivot from your goals when you're really bummed out about a race or you're injured or you're going through tough times. Like wait until you're in a really good spot and you're thinking clearly and you're not reacting to emotions, right? I think they talk about like, now I'm going to botch up some science for you guys. <laughs> Okay, so they talk about like your uh, prefrontal brain or whatever is like where you do like your rational thinking and then like towards the back of your brain is like the emotional thinking, right? And I don't know about you guys, but whenever I'm reacting out of that like rear part of my brain, the emotional part, not good decisions are happening, right? So we want to wait till we're regulated back in, in the front of our brain using our rational mind to make decisions. All right, um... Only make changes, pivots to your goal when you've tried repeated tweaks in your training, nutrition, sleep. So I'm kind of specifically talking about athletic goals here, but I think it relates to any kind of goal that we have in life. Like don't change things up until you've just made a whole bunch of little minor tweaks. Like for example, with like my lifting, I've talked about this a lot, like Oftentimes, like I'm doing the same training and all I do is tweak my nutrition and all of a sudden I go from just stagnant, not making any growth to feeling super strong, feeling really good, getting really good results. So just make one tweak at a time, right? So 
the my tendency that I'd have is to overreact to results, whether it's a bad race, bad workout, or whatever. And by the way, you don't want to look at results over like one workout in isolation or one race in isolation. You want a big picture results, right? So you're tracking your results and you're looking at weeks and months of data that's showing you, hey, I'm just not trending right. I'm trending down here and it's really obvious. Don't make the call based off one result. Don't make the call based off of summertime training when it's super hot and humid and your workout results are just not very good because you're running in really tough conditions. Like you don't want to react to that. And I've talked about that in previous podcasts about how we need to frame our summertime training differently. So I won't get more into that but all that to say make a bunch of small tweaks one at a time to so you can know like which tweaks are actually working so don't just like tweak like five things at one time be like well i'm feeling better but i have no idea why you know is it because i'm sleeping an extra hour is it because i'm eating an extra three to four hundred calories is it because i changed my mileage up like you want to just change one thing at a time and I'd recommend doing that one thing for about a week. See what happens. See how you're feeling. Notice how your workouts are progressing. And then make another change, right? So, and then also to just making sure you're as dialed in as possible when it comes to the sleep and nutrition. Like if you can eliminate those variables and make sure those are spot on, then you, know, you can just play with that training variable, tweaking your training, what you're doing. Uh, next time uh, to pivot your dream, I think is only after you consult wise counsel. So you know people who are looking into our situation, whether that's a coach, could be your training partner, um, could just be you know someone a consultant that you just you know you bounce ideas off from time to time. Like anyone who's looking in at your situation from the outside is going to be very very helpful in you and determining if it's time for you to pivot away from your goal or to change course completely. Next one is, and this is one I wish I would have done at the tail end of my running career, is only make pivots and changes to your goals after taking a break. Sometimes, guys, we just need a pause. We we don't need to like totally shift courses and totally shift what we're doing. And I'm totally talking to myself here because this is absolutely how I typically operate. But if I could, you know, be my own coach, I'd be like, dude just take two weeks off, take a month off. Like when I was feeling really run down with my running, I wish that I would have just taken three months off. You know, at the time, three months sounds like an eternity, but now, you know, five years removed, I'm like, I could have taken three months off and like come back and just see how I feel. Maybe my body just needed a big reset like that. So before doing a total course correction, take a break. Um, next one. I, and I talked about this in my book, uh, Run the Mile You're In. Only make tweaks and changes. Try it on yourself first. So I'm kind of talking about like big changes, right? So like, for example, when I decided to retire, before I made that big change to my goal, I had decided that I was going to retire. Everything was pointing in that direction. I'd done all the things, well, not all the things, but a lot of things I'm telling you guys to do here. And before I pulled the trigger on it officially and like told ASICS, for example, who's my primary sponsor, I told Sarah, 
and then I just tried it on and I got this from my dad he gave me this advice and I feel like it's great advice and I tell college kids or high school kids who are trying to decide what college to go to this is also super helpful and I did this before I went to Stanford decided committed officially to Stanford is just to take a period of time three days a week and just tell yourself like okay this is what I'm doing this is what I'm doing and like really like believe like this is what I'm going to do unless I get red flagged by trying it on and try it on for like a week and just repeatedly tell yourself, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to Stanford. I'm going to Stanford. Every time you get up in the morning and be like, how's it feel? You're going to Stanford and you like kind of check in with yourself. And if you get this like kind of big check in your gut, then pay attention to that. That might be giving you some feedback. So oftentimes, I find this with Sarah, like she'll ask my opinion on something random, like not really talking about running here, but, and then I'll tell her and then she'll be like, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to do it that way. I'm doing it the other, like she just like almost needs like, for me to tell her what to do just so she knows what she wants to do right like it, it brings clarity to her so i think that can also bring clarity to you guys to try it on for three days to a week before pulling the trigger on totally changing course um the next thing before you pivot and change this is the last one in this category is just to let your talent kind of be your guide like this is something i wish it could have saved me a lot of kind of turmoil in trying to figure out like am i am i a miler am i a 5k runner like what am i you know like that was a really hard process for me to go through and i think it would have been much more simpler if i would have just taken a big look at how god made me and just be able to identify my god-given talents and how to identify those god-given talents is it's pretty simple guys like i don't think it has to be super complex it's like what comes natural to you like what can you just pick it up and you just do it and you're just like pretty good at it without even like training or trying it's like with running like i said i wasn't like knocking it out of the park running insane times in the mile but i was beating all the kids in my class or you know like if I would have been racing Sarah, I wouldn't have been beating her when I was in middle school. But, um, you know, relative to everyone else, it just was something that just kind of came easy to me. It just kind of clicked. And I think God gives us all these kind of talents where you just don't have to work that hard to be good. And you need to pay attention to that. You need to follow that. Because imagine if you can be pretty good at something without really trying, imagine how good you can be if you actually like poured yourself into that thing. That's when things get crazy, right? So pay attention to your God-given talents. Let those kind of direct you if it's time to pivot and change your goal. So now that we've had kind of that initial tough conversation about when is it time to change up your goal, now let's talk about getting a plan in place for your goals, for your dreams. How do we actually go after this? So number one, and I like wrote... You guys should see my notes. I can't even read my notes right now. <laughs> uh, number one is just to surround yourself with wise counsel, which I've already talked about before. But it's like if you want to go after big goals, you got to have people who are advising you that are seeing your situation from the outside. And ideally, these are people who've done what you want to do before. So I know there's like a little bit of tension in the running community of like should a recreational runner and I'm not using that in like a disrespectful way at all, but just someone who's doing running for fun, right? Like should, or just off the couch, just starting to train for a 5k, for example, or trying to run a mile. 
should they have someone who's run at the professional level as their coach? And I can totally understand like a hesitancy there. It's being like, it could very easily, like if I'm thinking about myself being coached by Eddie Hall, who's, you know, a thousand over 1100 pound deadlifter. I'm like, dude, that guy's must train like insane. If I start training like that, I'm just going to break my back in like the first week, right? There's kind of, but you have to know that, Eddie Hall, for example, he knows what it was like when he first started pulling, right? And he was probably pretty good at it when he first started pulling, but he knows what it's like to be a beginner, you know? And that's the same thing, like, for me. And now, you know, I work with every level of runner and at Run Free Training. We work with every level of runner. Like, we all know what it's like to be a baby runner, to just be starting out. And yes, like, our experience isn't exactly like all the other runners but no one's is right like we're all on our own journey our own path but i know for myself if i'm going to climb mount everest man i'd rather go up with a, a guide who's done it before and done it a bunch of times hopefully <laughs> and taking other people up there like i that's the guy i want to go with rather than like you know someone who studied it a lot read a lot of books about it maybe even talked to other people been to the mountaintop but they themselves have not traveled the journey and so I think it's super important, no matter what we're going after, to find people. And this is where today's day and age, it makes it much easier to connect, whether it's over social media or Instagram or online coaching, to find people who have traveled the road, who, are, who have done what you're trying to do, and connect with those people and have them counsel you. I think it's hugely important in setting up a plan like when I was talking to Jasmine about becoming an actress, like we need to find someone who's done this before and we need to pick their brain about like, okay, like what kind of plan should we have? Like how, what's the, what's step number one? And then what are, what are the other steps after that? You know? So super, super important. We surround ourselves who with people who've done it before. Um, next one i think you got to just go into this kind of like research phase too right i know when i was first getting into lifting because i wasn't surrounded with world-class lifters and didn't have you know a gym where i was working out and i was just trying to fit this into my hobby space right it's like i'm gonna spend an hour to 90 minutes in the gym and then i'm i don't have a ton of extra time to like drive to the gym and drive back and go to clinics and go to teaching stuff like so i was just in this phase of researching where I was reading books, I was watching YouTube stuff like in my spare time when I'm eating lunch by myself, like I'm just in this research phase. And I think it's super important that we go heavy on the research phase as we're in the startup. And not that you should ever just stop researching and stop trying to learn, but especially as we're trying to get a plan in place to work towards your dreams, to be really heavy on the research front, on the front end of that. And if you guys are just getting going and running, if you're a beginning runner, this is the perfect time for you to jump into a whole bunch of research. And we got stuff too at Run Free. If you want to check out like Run Free YouTube channel, we got a bunch of videos on there. Everything from weight training to injury prevention uh, to how to do drills and strides to how to run to how to breathe. We got tons and tons of content, free content for you guys there. So if you're in that research phase, you're a new runner, really encourage you guys like get on that stuff there's a ton of great content out there not just ours other people have a lot of cool stuff as well um, number three is if ideally put yourself in a community of people who are going after the same goals right so i'm a huge fan of like training groups if possible and guys you don't have to have like all these things completely dialed in 
but this is like ideal in my mind. It's kind of how I'm laying it out. So, um, you know, having other people to train with is just hugely, hugely helpful. So if there's community groups for you to get involved in, even if say you're, you're training with us to run free, you're one of our athletes, like we'd love for you guys to be hopping in stuff with your local running shoe store and going for easy runs with them if you can. Or even if like, if you have a workout scheduled, like being creative with it and warming up and cooling down with people, and maybe you need to go out and do your own unique workout, but having a community of like-minded people is just so encouraging when you're on the road traveling it alone is tough all right next one on how to get a plan in place is just the experimentation of your plan so kind of talked about just like tweaking one variable at a time when you're actually on the road traveling your journey and you're doing your training and you're doing your nutrition and your sleep and getting everything as dialed in as possible just make small tweaks and then measure the results it's so important and i do this with our athletes um, or with athletes that I coach is to have kind of workouts where you're tracking progress by this workout. So it's like you repeat the same exact workout a month later and you, you try and see if you can measure results. Does, you got to have something in your running, in your training that is showing you if you're making growth or not. So I, when I'm in the weight room, like I try to max on say a deadlift, like pretty much every couple of weeks every maybe once a month i'm trying and sometimes more frequently than that just so that i can get data and collect as much data as possible like the data it, it's super helpful in us knowing if what we're doing is actually working and so and make sure you're writing that down having a training log training journal really important that you can track those results and you have it written down because I, I know like Oftentimes I'll be like, oh, I'll remember like I did this workout like a month ago and then a couple weeks later, I'm like, how fast did I run for that threshold run? And it all starts getting hazy. So make sure you're writing your results down and just experiment like we're all experiments of one. And so, you know, no matter who your coach is or what they've done before, like your training, it's going to be different for you than it was for them. Right. So the that the gold standard of coaching is just tweaking it's like cooking it's like you got to taste it see how it's going and then add some extra spices add a little bit of this take a little bit of this out you can't take things out in cooking that didn't make sense but you guys you guys know what i'm talking about it's the same thing with coaching it's like we it's an everyone's an experiment of one so we got to fine-tune things based on how you're reacting to the training all right, so now you got your uh, plan in place. I think a big thing to remember now is just this mindset of like, how do we approach our goals in a healthy way is by coming to peace that our goals might not happen. And I know just saying that for myself, I think, hold on a second, like if I don't, if I'm okay with my goals not happening, then my goals definitely not can happen because then I don't really believe. And it, it's not that, right? So you still believe and you still want, you, you're still like, but you're, you're wanting out of excitement, not, af, not wanting out of need. So you're, you're going after this goal because you're excited to go after this goal because it'd be something really cool to experience. 
but it's not out of this need of like, this has to happen for me to feel good about myself, for me to feel successful, for me to feel like I am of worth and of value. Like when it becomes that, that's when our goals get ugly. That's when our goal becomes our foe. That's when our goals chasing those things ceases to be fun, right? And even if we do accomplish them, usually we find, hey, it's like the classic cool running line. Like if you're not good enough with the gold medal, you're not good enough without it. That <laughs> Hollywood line, I know, but there's a lot of truth in that. That's a really powerful line, right? So we want to know like, hey, I'm good enough without it. I'm good. Like I don't have to do this. If this doesn't happen, I'm good with that. And just think about that for yourself right now. Like put your goal right in front of you. Put it in your hand. Think about it. All right, so this you got this huge goal. You really want this thing to happen. Now, just like open up your hands with it and just being like, I'm okay. I'm okay if this happens, I'm totally okay. And I know I'm good enough without it. I know that like what makes me special has nothing to do with this goal. Like this goal is just sp- supposed to be something that's really fun for me to go after, right? And, and feel how freeing that is now, right? It's like, it's like you just took all the weight off your shoulders. You just took all the pressure off. Now your goal becomes something that's empowering, that's drawing you forward rather than like a weight that's holding you down, right? And that's how, what I really want for you guys is in our Run Free communities. I want your goals to be drawing out the best in you and and just exciting things that can happen but don't have to happen because you're good enough without it if we can run compete train out of this mindset of like i'm okay my goal doesn't happen i'm good i'm okay like this is just something fun that i'm going after then whoo who knows what can happen, guys? That's when things get good. That's when we get freed up inside, and that's when we actually give ourselves the best chance to achieve our goals. So, letting go, like, cannot stress that enough. Like, walk around with your goal with an open hand. Hold it in your hands, hold it before you, look at it in front of you, talk about it with people you love. But man, keep those hands open, guys. Do not clench down on that goal because the harder you clench on that thing, you are just going to strangle the life right out of it. All right. Just reading my notes here, guys. Um, next part about now that you know, we're talking about going after your goals, the actual like we're in it, going for it. It's just guys refuse to not keep moving forward. I think about this all the time, guys. Cause like I said earlier in the podcast, I am in my garage by myself all the time, being like, This isn't working. What am I doing out here? In the last podcast, sorry about like what's the point, right? Like I get these thoughts all the time, guys. And when I do, I just tell myself, Today, I'm taking another step forward. Whether I feel like it or not, whether my thought life is there or not, whether I'm feeling energetic or not, like I refuse to not take another step forward. 
So I want to give that mantra to you guys to pull out whenever you're not feeling like taking another step forward. Just keep moving forward, guys. Just take one more step. I guarantee you, your feelings are going to change. Like, Do not let your feelings guide you. Your feelings are terrible guides. Terrible guides. Just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward. Next step, super important when going after our goals, is just to celebrate every single little victory you get along the way, guys. It doesn't have to be a PR. It can be, hey, like I didn't feel like going for this easy run at all. I refuse to not move forward today. So I laced up my shoes. I went for that run. I felt like trash the whole time. <laughs> I got home. I felt even worse than before the run. But I moved forward today, and I'm proud of that, and I'm going to celebrate that. And I think I mentioned this before in this podcast, but I was listening how like when we want to change our habits, celebrating every little victory is a way to reinforce those habits. And I think this is true for our goals as well. Every time we celebrate a victory, we're reinforcing how good it feels to go after our goals. And then that creates momentum, right? And that's what we need. We need momentum and excitement on the path to our goal. And we create that by celebrating, by being thankful for every single breakthrough. And then just going back to the last podcast, guys, remembering your why. Like when we're when we're in the battle, when Jasmine's going after this actress thing, like I need her to remember why she wants to be an actress, right? When she gets in those tough moments, when she writes that letter to herself, I want her to write like, this is why it's important for you to keep moving forward right now. And this is what I want you to remember when you're in this moment of discouragement. And then the last thing... Kind of like my dad told me, guys, uh, happy feet make light feet, right? So just enjoying every single step. The journey is where it's at, guys. Love the journey. If you love the journey, you're going to love the result no matter where you get to, whether you get to the top of Mount Everest or not. If you, if you just loved every single step along the way, even the ones that were filled with discouragement, and hopelessness and like you learned to just embrace it all and to see it all as a part of the journey you're gonna love where you get to like the result will become less and less important the more you enjoy every single step you take all right guys many blessings on you guys thanks for listening in today i hope today was helpful for you guys next podcast will be from the other side of the pond shipping off to shipping off Glad to not be shipping off. Heading out to London on Sunday and uh, be doing the next podcast from the biosphere. It's like a bubble they're putting us in. It's going to be some crazy COVID precautions going down. Not crazy, but some appropriate COVID precautions going down. But it's going to be interesting. I'm sure I'll have some fun stuff to share with you guys next time around on the Run Free Podcast. All right, guys. Till then, happy training.